Welcome to Awakened and Alive After 40, a weekly podcast about stepping outside of the box and into a life that is true to who you really are. We're your hosts, Dominique and Carrie, two 40-something-year-old friends and coaches who are on a journey to live the second half of our lives with greater flow and ease. Our passion is to guide and support our clients in becoming their most authentic and aligned selves. We love digging into a variety of topics and sharing some of our insights and perspectives through our coaching lenses. We both spent the first half of our lives trying to fit into a box only to realize we were burnt out and searching for a better way to do life. We are here to remind you that it's never too late to start living your best life. Let's get into today's episode. Dominique, when is the last time you played? Oh boy. Well, I did go outside and do some cartwheels yesterday. I love that. Like, yeah, (laughs) totally did. Because like maybe last summer, I was like, you know what? I used to love doing cartwheels. I was a gymnast for a little while. Like, why have I not done that as an adult recently? And that's when I first started to think more about introducing more play into my life. Dominique and I have talked about just the two of us. And separately, we have had a lot of thoughts about this topic because it's so common that once we reach what we deem as adulthood, that we stop playing. And when we say play, I mean the way kids play. And the play might even stop before adulthood because I think high school really might be when it stops. Yeah. Because we think we have to get serious and we have to focus on school and studying and getting into college and, you know, following this path that's been shown to us. And we don't really look at it in our society as being appropriate for teenagers to still play and goof around the way we see little kids doing. And so we know how important play is to childhood development for children to partake in in order to really be able to understand how to interact and socialize and learn. Play is an integral part of that, but it's something that we think we need to let go of and not participate in once we are adults. And I think people are starting to realize that's just not true. Yeah. And I feel also that when we start to cut play out of our lives, we're cutting out so much of our creativity as well. And that's when I've been most inspired within my own creativity and creativity doesn't have to be just like, oh, you know how to draw and paint. It literally is anything that stimulates inspiration and ideas. So it can be hands-on physical building and creating something or even just writing or simply doing something for fun, which my cartwheels, I feel like that was pretty creative. Very creative. And (laughs) just think about what a cartwheel physically is doing for your body. Like you're Mm. going upside down, which is not something we do regularly as adults, but kids are hanging upside down and playing upside down all the time. And so you're literally seeing the world from a different perspective. Who knows what kind of creative juices that can get flowing. Absolutely. And because I so strongly believe that we are energetic beings energy guides us in everything that we do. And if you kind of look at the feminine and masculine energies, 
when it comes to the masculine side, that's the working, the doing. And that is something that I lived a lot of my life really focused on was the masculine energy. And you don't have to be male to have just masculine, like male, female, we all have masculine and feminine energy. It has nothing to do with the sex, but when it came to my own life and As I mentioned last summer, I decided, hey, I need to introduce more play. That's because I was always so serious and so often just in work mode and needing to do something. And I lost my creative edge because of it. And then when I started to introduce more play, which is the feminine energy, and that's where you'll see an example of it is nature, where it's just flow. There's no agenda There's no desire to achieve anything. It's just naturally occurring and happening and flowing throughout. And that's where we find play. And especially if you grow up as a competitive person, I was never competitive though. Were you competitive growing up? No, I never even played on a team sport. Yeah, I feel like if you are especially competitive growing up, then there might be like an agenda towards play. You're looking Mm. to achieve something to make yourself feel better or feel more worthy. And we're not talking about, you know, play in that way. It's more of really no purpose, but to have joyful fun. In the present moment. In the present moment. Right. It's not, I wouldn't even say if you're an adult and you're on some sort of intramural team, It might be fun if Mm -hmm. you are super competitive about it. If that's your drive, then this isn't the kind of play we're talking about. Right. Yeah. So it can be hard for people to understand like, hey, what does play mean to me? What does it feel like? And a lot of the times it's like you had mentioned earlier on doing something you used to do when you were a kid, hula hooping, right? I used to love that. I don't remember the last time I've done that, but What is it that you used to love doing when you were a kid just because you loved doing it? That's the kind of play. Not because because you're the best at it or because you're learning how to compete in it. When I was a kid, mine was roller skating. I Mm -hmm. loved roller skating and I had the opportunity to go roller skating quite a few years ago now, probably, I don't know, seven years ago at a roller skating rink and it was so fun. Like, I can't even describe to you how free and happy I felt being in roller skates again at a rink where I just, it all came back to me. Yep. Complete muscle memory. And I could skate just like when I was a kid. I felt completely at ease and comfortable. And all these other adults were like struggling through it because they probably hadn't skated much as a kid. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, roller skating was not a friend of mine fell too many times and so yeah the fear was real I'm like you know what I'm done getting hurt but for me riding my bike I rode my bike everywhere and during the time frame when it was like oh come home when the lights turn on the street And I would just be out on my bike. And that just feels so wonderful and carefree and just playful for me. And it's something that I don't do enough. But when it comes to play, that's on my list and something that I do plan on incorporating more of. And dance, Mm. that's another Mm -hmm. thing where 
not like professional dance or good dancing, just throwing on some good tunes and having a dance party with myself or even if there's a friend that wants to join, but just with myself, that is so much fun to me. Same. I've actually started trying to incorporate that kind of just free dance movement into being an acceptable, acceptable on my terms, workout for that day because I love doing it. I can do it for hours. I just put on music I love. And I used to do that as a kid too. I would go down in the basement at my parents' house and I would listen to my favorite songs and I would dance around the basement and it felt so good. Yeah. So it's, you know, ultimately when we're talking about play and thinking about play, it's what felt good to you when you were younger and even now into adulthood, it just feels good. It feels fun, of course, playful, no agenda. But when it comes to creating better balance within our lives, like balancing out that feminine and masculine energy, I feel is just so crucial. And we don't focus enough on that. And again, I'll bring it back to creativity because we are all creative beings. It's when you're feeling like you're in a rut, and for myself especially, that usually tells me that I'm too much on the masculine side of my energy. And I need to introduce a little bit more play to balance it with more feminine energy because that's where I start to stimulate more of my creativity. When you're not overthinking things, when you're not overworking, we're not human doings, <laughs> we're human beings. And play allows us to be, be present, be within our bodies, be within a place of joy and love and happiness. And that's where so much of that creativity and balance can return into our lives. And alongside that is it reduces stress, mm. helps us reconnect with our inner child, which is so important in growth work. For me, it has helped me realize that my worth isn't tied to productivity. Play is a legitimate necessity in our life. It's not something that is just frivolous. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not something you earn, right? You're not meant to earn play. It's something that you can easily incorporate into your everyday life if you just give a little bit of thought to what does play mean to you? What does that look like? What does that feel like? And getting clear on that, kind of like everything else we talk about, what is your definition of play? Right. And I actually sat down and made a list of activities I loved mm -hmm. doing as a kid or activities where I lose the time. Yeah. Like time goes by and I don't even realize it's past. And I think for me, that exercise was really great. And now I have this list where if I have a free 30 minutes or hour, rather than scrolling social media or zoning out in front of the television, I can partake in one of these activities that I know, even if it doesn't generate a creative spark, I know it's going to make me feel great and at the minimum, reduce some stress. Yep, absolutely. And for me as well, it's creating that list and I like to call it a menu. And I do that yeah. with clients where I you know, I say, okay, we're going to create a play menu, or if I'm doing nervous system work and 
nervous system regulation menu. So you just have all of the choices and options and you just pick what you want that day. And yeah, when it comes to management of anxiety as well, that's something where I will go to my play menu and pick off of that. And just anything that gets me out of my head, out of my mind and into my body. And that's going to be a mix of the play yoga. I know we've talked about before. That's a big one for me. And sometimes that's when I'll incorporate yoga as play too. If I just want to try something totally different and not expect myself to be perfect, but just have a little fun and be silly with certain poses, that'll be a little bit of my play for the day. It just, it takes like just a few minutes, sprinkle a little bit of play into your day and it can completely change your life. And it doesn't even have to be movement oriented necessarily. Like yeah. as an adult, going back and rereading a book you loved as a kid can also create these same feelings of just doing something because you love it. I like what you said about getting out of your head and into your body. And I think it's also important to say that play not only brings us back into our body, but also back into our heart because it's like back into that innocence of childhood yeah. when we didn't have these adult expectations placed upon ourselves and yeah. we truly were living from our heart. We were coming from a place of love. And in order to continue on that path, that is a reminder for us when we do incorporate play. That's a reminder that we came from a place of love and it's all about continuing to live from that same place of love. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please consider sharing it with friends and or family. We'd be incredibly grateful if you rated and reviewed the podcast on your preferred listening platform as it really helps. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can connect with us through our websites or Instagram, which are all linked in the show notes. We'd love to hear from you. Our theme song was written by Michael Ahrens.